Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com, for faith, fellowship, and love. In today's prevalent culture, the institution of the family and faith are under attack. With absolute confidence in the grace and power of God, we at Forming Faithful Families, whose primary mission is strengthening families in the faith, have been inspired to put out into the deep, see Luke 5, 4, to do our part to turn this tide. Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton, is a faithful and trustworthy weekly radio program in service to the new evangelization, saturated with scripture and containing teaching, reflections, anecdotes, and encouragement pertaining to our Catholic faith, with a substantial focus on marriage and family life faith formation. Welcome to Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton. Today we'll reflect upon Jesus' farewell discourse, starting with John 15, 18. We'll then transition into a reflection upon Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, and we'll conclude with a healing scripture blessing. Let's start, as always, with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, own us, possess us, teach us, move us. Heal us in Jesus' name. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Romans 5.5 Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll jump into John 15, 18 to 27. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me before you. If you belong to the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you do not belong to the world, because my choice withdrew you from the world, therefore the world hates you, end quote. Yes, we are called to live in the world. And yes, we are called to love everyone, to be charitable towards everyone. But we are also followers of Jesus who share Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. We share the truth of Jesus, the truth of his church, the Holy Catholic Church. And we try to live according to the teachings of the Catholic Church. Though we fail and fall at times and pick ourselves back up. And we go to confession to be washed clean. But we live in such a way, and we believe in such a way, at least hopefully we do, 
where others are going to notice and we're going to stand out by the different way we approach life and live life. And this attracts people quite often, but it also very frequently disturbs others. It disturbs them. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because the Holy Spirit is working on these beloved souls through the example of your life. And the truth is that the Holy Spirit works in diverse ways. The Holy Spirit does not always console. Yes, he is the consoler. He convinces us of the love of Jesus, of the love of the Father, but he is also a disturber. The Holy Spirit can disturb us in order to draw us closer to God. So do not be surprised when you encounter others in the world who hate you. And Jesus tells us elsewhere that we should rejoice when this happens. And I will tell you one of the reasons we should rejoice. Because when hate and anger and vile words and looks and so on arise up in another person because of your example, because of the truth that you have shared in charity with them, it's actually a good sign. It's a good sign because that is an initial step towards conversion. I worry more about people who have such hardened hearts that they're not even disturbed at goodness. They just go about indifferently. But when a person is disturbed and becomes angry over goodness, I've seen it so many times, it is often a sign that the Holy Spirit is working powerfully in that soul. Powerfully. You see, your life convicts others that they are called to change. And let's face it, nobody likes change. And people become disturbed over this. And they can take out their anger against you. But that's okay. We cannot be afraid to put ourselves out there, to put ourselves on the firing line. And you have no worries because Jesus is with you. For a number of years, I was a sidewalk counselor on the front lines in front of an abortion mill in Chicago. And time and time again, I witnessed that it was the people who became so agitated at the loving words and encouragement and prayers of the pro-life persons who were present. It was those agitated people that had the highest possibility, probability of changing their minds, turning around, and embracing life. They were merely reacting to a disturbance in their soul caused by the loving action of the Holy Spirit. And I witnessed times when someone had been agitated and had many harsh words to say against me, would return and apologize and thank me, thank others for being there. This is God's grace, and we have to go through the heat of the battle to see these victories, and this is all the work of the Holy Spirit. It's all the work of God, but God wants to use us and our lives to plant seeds so that he can get in and create a beachhead in these souls. So don't get too worried or excited when you are hated. Rejoice, rejoice. You're in good company, Jesus says here, to remember, to always remember that the world hated him before you. Let's be grateful that we don't belong to the world. The world in the sense of the prince of darkness still having a long leash in the world. 
Let's be very grateful when the world hates us because the world would love us. The world would love you if you belong to the world. If you bowed down and submitted to the politically correct anonymous force called they, they say, if you submitted to the culture that blows like a feather in the wind this way today, that way tomorrow, if you submitted to the culture and what they say, the world would love you as its own. But you and I love Jesus. We are followers of Jesus. So thank God that the world hates us at times. Otherwise, it would be time for a big self-examination. And yes, you are so blessed, so privileged, because it was Jesus's choice that withdrew you from the world. You have been chosen by Jesus. That is why the world hates you. Praise Jesus. John 15, 20. Remember the words I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you too. If they kept my word, they will keep yours as well. End quote. Well, Jesus is the master and we are the servants, so we should remember the words he said to us. If they persecuted him, they will persecute us too. You too will be persecuted. But do not be afraid to share your faith, to share your faith through your life's example and also your words and through your service, your love of others. And some will pay attention and be converted. Some may not. And some, it may take a long time for that to happen. And that's okay because that's God's perfect plan, God's perfect timing. But it is up to us to be faithful. So share Jesus's word. Jesus says, if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But they need someone to share that word with them. We are all called to share, to evangelize, not to force, but to evangelize, to share the gift of our faith, to share the gift of the truth of our Lord Jesus. In John 15, 21 and 22, but it will be on my account that they will do all this because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come, if I had not spoken to them, they would have been blameless. But as it is, they have no excuse for their sin, end quote. Remember, when the world hates you, it is on Jesus's account that they hate you. And that's because they do not know the one who sent Jesus. But we have to reach out to them so that they do know. We cannot, as Christians, be indifferent to those who do not know Jesus, who do not know the Father and the Holy Spirit, the Most Holy Trinity. How can we be indifferent to this? Yes, Jesus has come, and he has spoken his truth to us, and he has set up his church. And we have to share the truth with others. Sure, some may not listen. Some may not convert. Some may not repent. God gave each of us free will, but we do not want to be responsible for that because we did not share the truth with that other person. We have a duty to be Jesus's mouth, his his feet, his hands in the world to help save souls. We are part of Jesus's mystical body. In verses 23 and 24, anyone who hates me hates my father. If I had not performed such works among them as no one else has ever done, they would be 
blameless. But as it is, they have seen all this, and they still hate both me and my Father. You and I have been blessed to see Jesus' works, as recorded in Holy Scripture, but also the marvels of love that God has worked in our lives. And there were many in Jesus' time that saw great miracles worked by him, and yet they used their free will to make the terrible choice of hating Jesus and hating his Father. Lord Jesus, may this never happen to me. May this never happen to us. Lord Jesus, we are so conscious of the graces we need from you to receive, live, and keep the gift of faith. Verse 25, but all this was only to fulfill the words written in their law. They hated me for no reason. And that is footnoted Psalm 35, 19. So yes, Jesus is the fulfillment of all that is written in the Old Testament. Quote, through all the words of sacred scripture, God speaks only one single word, capital W, his one utterance, capital U, in whom he expresses himself completely, end quote. Catechism of the Catholic Church, 102. Yes, through all the words of sacred scripture, that one word God the Father speaks is Jesus. Let us always love him and love him in others. We'll be right back to talk more about John 15. I'm Jim Littleton of Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Don't go away. Forming Faithful Families is now offering our 15-episode video series on DVD, filmed in stunning high definition with a free downloadable Small Faith Discussion Group program guide. We hope that you will consider purchasing, implementing, and promoting this video series at the personal and small group level. Forming Faithful Families is a faithful and trustworthy parish-based and small faith community program for marriage and family life faith formation in service to the new evangelization pertaining to the Catholic faith. Listen to this recommendation. Firmly grounded in the teaching of the Catholic Church, sacred scripture, and the wisdom of the saints, with this series, James and Kathleen offer a thirsty world a refreshing and satisfying drink. It also makes a great gift with eternal benefits for both the giver and the receiver. To order your DVD set today, visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. That's formingfaithfulfamilies.com or call 708-334-1988. Faced with chronic lymphocytic leukemia, James Littleton came to more profoundly cherish what matters most, his relationship with God and his family. Through numerous courses of chemotherapy and an eventual bone marrow transplant, James was able to share his strong faith with God with others undergoing difficult times. Healed through cancer and other adversities highlights the principles this father of 19 relied on. James found many forms of healing that come through trials. Find 
consolation, encouragement, and helpful insights for your own struggles. Healed Through Cancer and Other Adversities offers inspiration and faith-building reminders of the God who offers so much that we may truly live. Seize hope to overcome your own difficulties in this uplifting account of one man's fascinating, self-reflective, and inspirational journey with cancer. Order your copy at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or request it from your local Catholic or secular bookstore. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We return to the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 26 and 27. When the Advocate comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who issues from the Father, he will be my witness. And you too will be witnesses because you have been with me from the outset. End quote. Yes, Jesus our Lord has sent us the Advocate, the Holy Spirit. And he has sent us this Advocate from the Father. The definition of an advocate is a person who publicly supports or recommends a particular cause. Yes, the Holy Spirit is all about Jesus. Catechism of the Catholic Church 687. No one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now, God's Spirit, who reveals God, makes known to us Christ, his word, capital W, his living utterance, capital U. Yes, Jesus has sent us the advocate whom he sends from the Father, because it is the Spirit, only the Spirit, that comprehends the thoughts of God. And this Holy Spirit reveals God to you, reveals God to me, makes known to us Christ, his word, capital W, meaning Jesus, his living utterance. And to further dig into this word, advocate. Yes, the Holy Spirit, the advocate. Some synonyms are champion, upholder, supporter, backer, promoter, proponent, exponent, spokesman, campaigner, fighter, crusader. This is some glimpse into what the Holy Spirit does for you. He is your champion. He upholds you. He backs you up. He promotes Jesus. He is the spokesman of God. He is Jesus's campaigner, and he fights for you. He fights by your side. He fights within you. You and he are crusaders together. Yes, you and I in our baptism and confirmation have received the spirit of truth who issues from the Father, from your Father. This Holy Spirit has made you his temple because you are the Father's beloved child. And the Holy Spirit is God. He is God's witness. And Jesus tells us, you too will be witnesses. Why? Because you have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's not deny this. Let's not doubt this. Let's not waste this gift of power of the Holy Spirit that we have received through the sacraments as a gift from God our Father, from Jesus. And this is how the Holy Spirit witnesses is through you. That's one of the main ways he witnesses is through you and me. Let us be docile to what he wants to do with us. And no worries, we are in good hands. And Jesus tells his apostles, you have been with me from the outset, but 
You and I are with Jesus as well, are we not? And he wants us to be his witnesses because he loves you and he loves everyone. He loves souls. Yes, you are very special to our Lord Jesus and your neighbors are very special to him as well. Let's not be afraid. The Holy Spirit dwells within us. In our next episode, we'll pick up again on Jesus's farewell discourse, starting with chapter 16. But we'll now transition into Familiaris Consortio on the role of the Christian family in the modern world by St. Pope John Paul II, section entitled, Jesus Christ, Bridegroom of the Church and the Sacrament of Matrimony, Article 13, Paragraph 8. Spouses are therefore the permanent reminder to the church of what happened on the cross. They are for one another and for the children, witnesses to the salvation in which the sacrament makes them sharers. Of this salvation event, marriage, like every sacrament, is a memorial, actuation, and prophecy. As a memorial, the sacrament gives them the grace and duty of commemorating the great works of God and of bearing witness to them before their children. As actuation, it gives them the grace and duty of putting into practice in the present towards each other and their children the demands of a love which forgives and redeems. As prophecy, it gives them the grace and duty of living and bearing witness to the hope of the future encounter with Christ. End of quote. Footnoted, John Paul II addressed to the delegates of the Center de Liaison des Equipes de Rochers. Well, I tried my best on that pronunciation. So to recap and unpack a little bit, the church through St. John Paul II tells us that spouses are the permanent reminder to the church of what happened on the cross. If you're married, that's what you and your spouse are, a permanent reminder of what happened on the cross. You and your spouse are for one another and for your children witnesses to the salvation in which the sacrament of marriage makes you sharers. How profound is that? So marriage, like every sacrament, is a memorial, actuation, and prophecy. So as a memorial, the sacrament of marriage gives you the grace and duty of commemorating the great works of God. So as a married couple, you have a duty and the grace to commemorate or to recall and show respect for the great works of God and to bear witness to them before your children. And your marriage as actuation gives you the grace and duty of putting into practice in the present towards each other and your children the demands of a love which forgives and redeems. Actuation means to set into motion. To set into motion the demands of love. Yes, love is demanding. Yes, we as married persons are called to put into motion the demands of a love which is forgiving and redeeming. This is so important, so essential to a loving and lasting marriage. That is forgiveness. We have to learn to forgive. We have to decide to forgive. And we redeem the other. And in the process of redeeming our spouse, co-redeeming our spouse along with our Lord Jesus, we also contribute to our own redemption. To redeem is to compensate for the faults or bad aspects of another. So it's good to remember, I'm not perfect and my spouse is not perfect. So we have the responsibility to compensate for the faults of our spouse. 
not to think, oh, my spouse has faults, so I must leave. I must move on. No! Listen, is that what our Lord Jesus did with you and your faults and your sins? No, he took them on himself. He compensated for them. He redeemed you by dying on the cross for you. And that is what you and I are called to do for our spouse. Well, we'll be right back to continue our discussion of Familiaris Consortio. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. We'll be right back. You'll find a little bit of yesterday that will delight you today at the Family Hearth General Store, a nonprofit ministry of forming faithful families in historic Frankfort, Illinois. The 1870s style old storefront honors home, faith and family life, featuring vintage wares and unique gifts for special family occasions. From Victorian replicas, vintage decor, quilts, candles, antique samplers, and jewelry, to unique books, hand milled soaps, old time candy, ice cream, and bottles of pop, you'll find a warm welcome here around the family hearth. A cozy fireplace, fresh gourmet coffees, and teas await your visit. So come, sit a spell. Find us on the main street of Frankfurt at 119 Kansas Street, and be sure to visit the online store at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 708-334-1988. Thank you for listening to Forming Faithful Families. You listen to us to find ways to strengthen your family in the faith and to better live out your role as Catholic parents. Please help us help you. We appreciate your prayers and a donation to help support this program. Any donation will be a blessing. You can also become one of Forming Faithful Families partners with a monthly donation. It's easy. Visit formingfaithfulfamilies.com and click on the donate link. There you'll find our mailing address to send a check or use the PayPal button to make a secure donation. You can even call Forming Faithful Families to make a donation at 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. Forming Faithful Families is a 5013C charitable organization. Click on the donate link at formingfaithfulfamilies.com. See and support the entire scope of our ministry. Help us help you with your prayers and a donation as we're Forming Faithful Families. We would like you, our listeners, to know that James and Kathleen Littleton of Forming Faithful Families are available individually or as a couple nationally as speakers. They offer talks, retreats, and workshops on a variety of Catholic themes. James and Kathleen can be reached with questions or speaking engagement requests at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. Visit their website at www.formingfaithfulfamilies.com. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com, and we wrap up today's discussion on Familiaris Consortio. So yes, your marriage is a prophecy. It's a prophecy. It gives you and your spouse the grace and duty of living and bearing witness to the hope of the future encounter with Christ, with Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yes, you have received this grace in the marriage sacrament. If you'll one day be married, you will receive this grace. And you will also have the duty, the duty of living and bearing witness to the hope of the future encounter with Christ. 
Yes, each one of us will one day encounter our Lord Jesus at our personal judgment and at the final judgment. And may I be so bold as to express my personal hope and belief that those of you who have persevered to the end through all the wonderful joys of your marriage and all the challenges and difficulties, those of you who have remained with your spouse unto death, I believe that the judgment will go quite well for you. There is such a tremendous need today for faithful and enduring marriages. May yours be one of those and may mine continue to be one of those. Praise God for 33 years married to my wonderful wife, Kathleen, to date. And oh, how she has redeemed me. Oh, how she has been a co-redeemer with our Lord Jesus of me. And if your marriage may need a little redeeming, our Lord Jesus would love it if you asked him for help. And he will pour that help out upon you. And he will absolutely redeem your marriage. Strengthen your marriage. He loves your marriage. He died for your marriage. Your marriage is everything to our Lord Jesus. And let's jump into a healing scripture blessing from Ecclesiasticus 2.6. Trust him and he will uphold you. End quote. There you have the answer. There you have the secrets. You might say the secret of the Christian life, the secret of a beautiful, enduring marriage through thick and thin, and that is to trust our Lord Jesus, to trust Jesus. He is worthy of your trust. And what is it that Jesus does? What does he do when you trust him? What does he do every time when you trust him? He upholds you. He upholds you. Trust him with everything and trust him with your marriage. And he will uphold you. And he will uphold your spouse. And he will uphold the two of you as one. And he will never leave you. Count on it because you are his masterpiece. And your marriage is also his masterpiece. Your marriage is the magnum opus of God. His great work. On our next episode, we'll return to more on the Gospel of John, chapter 16, Jesus' farewell discourse, as well as more on Familiaris Consortio and another healing scripture blessing. I'm Jim Littleton, Forming Faithful Families, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Don't forget to join us next time. You have been listening to Forming Faithful Families, hosted by James Littleton. Visit their website, formingfaithfulfamilies.com. Email them at formingfaithfulfamilies at gmail.com or call 708-334-1988. That's 708-334-1988. This is international Catholic singer Anna Nuzzo inviting you to join me and Father Dan Cambra of the Marian Fathers on a select international tours Divine Mercy pilgrimage to Poland and the Czech Republic. It takes place in September of 2019, and we would love for you to join us. For more information, go to my website, AnnaNuzzo.com. Thank you and God bless. 
Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com.